We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. Welcome to the RotoWire DFS podcast brought to you by FantasyDraft.com. Use the promo code ROTOWIN for a 100% deposit bonus today over at FantasyDraft.com. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined today by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Friday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, RotoWire, and as a featured writer in the DraftKings playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. Want to let you know that the RotoWire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher for your download and convenience. So you can go ahead and rate, review, subscribe. Let us know that you enjoy the show. Many, what's going on, my man? Hey, not too much. Got a got a busy Thursday with some NBA action. Uh, you know, some NBA articles to get out, some NFL action, some NFL articles to get out. So uh, got myself a case of Red Bull this morning, and I should be good to go for the rest of the day. All right, excellent, excellent. So that's good because you're going to need that red belt for this big old 11-game slate for Friday. Lots of NBA action on tap here. So let's go ahead and and jump right into the action. Let's tip it off here at the point guard position. Lots of uh, top options, a couple values here. 
give me what you got for cash and GPP value. Yeah, I think um, I think that I like some of the guys towards the top end today that are in some pretty good matchups. Uh, John Wall's been playing very well, and he gets to go up against the New Orleans Pelicans, who are a team that we have been targeting point guards against for most of the season so far. So I do like Wall a lot for both cash and then, uh, probably more GPP than cash, I would say. But if you look at his game log, in the last seven games, he hasn't gone less than like four and a half times value. And he has an eight times value, uh, 7.9 times value, a 6.7 times value, 7.2 times value. So he's put up about 60 points in four of his last seven games. And 60 fantasy points for, you know, he's been in about like the mid-8,000 to the upper $8,000 price range. If you get 60 fantasy points out of a guy who does that, you're going to be pretty happy with the return that you're getting because that's six, seven, eight times return. So I really do like John Wall today. I also like Damian Lillard as well. Um, he hasn't been as great, but he has a really good matchup here against Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is a team that we've been targeting point guards against as well so far this year. Uh, they've been doing, you know, they play a little bit fast, especially now that you take uh, Tyson Chandler out of the middle. So they kind of lose their rim protector. So I do think that Lillard is another one. So towards the top end, I think there's two options that you really got to look at. And that's, uh, you know, Lillard and Wall. Towards the bottom end, there's also two guys that I've been looking at. Uh, you got Lou Williams, who's starting now for the L.A. Lakers. I don't know how long that's going to go on for. Uh, D'Angelo Russell actually finished yesterday and played pretty well. But if you look at Lou Williams' game logs, 8x, 6.5x, 5.5x, 4.5x, 8.5x, you know, at 43, 4,400, the guy's putting up 25, 35 fantasy points a game. You know, as long as that's what's going on, you don't have to like the fact that they're sitting, uh, you know, Russell form, but you definitely have to respect the numbers that he's putting up. And then the other guy is somebody who I know a lot of DFS players hate, but he's been getting a few more minutes lately. He's been taking a lot more shots lately. And he's been putting up some decent fantasy numbers, and that's Trey Burke. So those are the two guys at the top that I'm looking at and two guys at the bottom who I also have my eye on for uh, Friday slate. Yeah, those make a lot of sense for me. I'm, I'm probably Damon Lillard is going to be my favorite play out of the bunch because you get a small discount out of the top two, t- tier, top two tier of Russell Westbrook and John Wall, but you're still getting all the volume that you want um, uh, overall. And then, you know, like you said, uh, elite matchup. Overall, for for Damian Lillard in Phoenix, who plays with as much pace as anybody uh, in the entire league, uh, so th- that's always a an, an overall plus um, from that standpoint. Um, I don't want to uh, forget about Matthew Dellavedova either, as you know, the Mr. Cheapy put up six point two x with seventeen three three and three three threes, three rebounds, three assists, and two steals. So he really doesn't have to do much. That's only twenty eight fantasy points on DraftKings, but that's good for six point two x at forty five hundred. So very cheap price uh, for Delhi uh, overall. And you know, you take a look at the matchup that um, the Cleveland Cavaliers have on this slate here in Orlando. It is on the road, but I don't really care too much. Um, you know, Alfred Payton in Orlando is another team that we you know have always said defensively. Uh, Orlando bottom looks like bottom eight, I believe, bottom nine in in point guard defense uh, for fantasy points allowed. So, you know, definitely a a solid matchup there uh, overall. So I think we've got some good guys in the middle. uh, Sorry, good guys up top and um, some guys down there at the bottom. And then what we sort of have happening here is just some rough stuff in between. Like Steph Curry is probably a fade for me today because Boston plays such great defense, even though he should be matched up against Isaiah Thomas. 
Um, just, you know, the price is just so cost prohibitive at this point for you to be interested in him. Never going to hate on anybody who wants to pay up all the way because, you know, he can explode at any point. Um, but it's just rough for them to do that. The other th- thing that I want to sort of mention to you, I think people have sort of set him to the side because there's been some ugly performances like that four-point performance that people had shares of against Ch- um, Charlotte like I did in Reggie Jackson uh, there overall. But uh, the the price has come down um, just enough for me to be interested in uh, Reggie Jackson down to 7,200 as of the last game um, where he actually had hit a peak for the season of 77. So you get a $500 discount on Reggie Jackson uh, and one of the best overall matchups as we, that we always talk about in the uh, Philadelphia 76ers at the point guard position. They've actually d- done done okay and held their own in terms of point guard uh, defense, but you know it's Reggie Jackson and um, unless they're going to give like Tony Roden or something like a full 40 minutes or something like that to for us to be really concerned. I'm never going to really worry too much about Isaiah Cannon, TJ McConnell, or any other guys that are going to throw at him in the mix. We know that you can sort of put up a good amount of points on on Philly at every point, and he doesn't have to score necessarily for Reggie Jackson to put up a, um, a big number that you're going to like. Uh, don't forget about the like the 16 assists that he came up with along with the 34 points in that, in that um, paced-up game against Phoenix. So has the ability to be a solid double-double threat and will chip in from the rebounding and steals position as well. So those are a couple of my options that I wanted to highlight. We will move forward to the shooting guard position here. Uh, what do you like for the Friday slate? I really only have two guys that I'm looking at here. I never play uh, – I shouldn't say never, but I rarely ever play more than one shooting guard over on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to pay up today, I think the guy that I'd look to pay up, and it's not even like pay up all the way to the top, but I think I'm going to look towards Dwayne Wade going up against Indiana. Um, remember, we just had Clay Thompson. People th- think of Indiana as a, like a great defensive team, and they are solid. I'm not saying that they're not, but the shooting guard spot is where they have struggled. Um, remember, we just had Clay Thompson go for, what did he put up, 70 fantasy points the other day against Indiana or something yep. like that. 39 so, real life points. Yeah, 39 real life points. He had, you know, out, he had his season highs in basically every category across the board so far. So I do think Indiana is a team that you can attack, um, you know, with maybe like a combination of like Stucky or CJ Miles or, you know, whoever else they're throwing out there at, at the two. So I do like Dwayne Wade if I'm going to pay up for anybody. And then on the low end, if, um, you know, coming down from Dwayne Wade, as long as Gary Harris stays out, we've gotten some big games out of Will Barton lately. He's gone, yeah, I mean, in his last seven, he's gone 5X, 6X, 3X, which was the bad game when they lost by 20 to Milwaukee, and then 5X, 6X, 5X, and then almost 7X last time against Orlando. So if he's going to be giving me 28 to 40 fantasy points and doing it at under 6K, you know, I think you got to keep looking at Will Barton and you got to keep rolling him out there as long as he's seeing the you know, 30 to, I mean, last game he played 37 minutes. He had been playing closer to like 30, 31 minutes. Um, if he's going to see those kind of minutes at six, at less than 6K and he's going to, you know, keep jacking up the shots. I mean, he took 23 shots last game. You know, that's more than like, you know, that's more than, than Kobe takes on a, on a normal basis. And we talk about how Kobe's been gunning it this year. So he's going to be getting that kind of volume. I think he's definitely somebody that you got to keep considering. Yeah, I totally agree with you there as well. A couple of options that I like here for the two, for the Friday slate here. Um, Tyreek Evans matched up at home against Washington. This is another sort of same situation uh, that, that I talked about with Reggie Jackson having an ugly game and people being like, all right, never mind with that guy. Um, he only comes up with uh, six and a half fantasy points. Doesn't score, only plays 17 minutes in, a, in the uh, ugly loss. 
uh, to the Boston Celtics on the 7th. But before that, 5.4x, 4.8, 6.6, in uh, at, um, at under 7K. So if he's going to be in the low 7s again or drops back below 7K because of that bad performance, um, regard- I don't, you know what, regardless of the price adjustment, it's Washington uh, and Bradley Beal and company have just decided to join uh, Otto Porter um, and the Washington Wizards as being the single best stack in terms of fancy points allowed at the shooting guard and the small forward positions. So Washington used to be a great defense. is not so much of a great defense as of late anymore. You could definitely target them, and I will be targeting them with Tyreek Evans um, at at the uh, shooting guard position for me today. And the, the great thing that, and you know this too about Tyreek Evans, Benny, is Tyreek Evans is really like a little, a little cheat code when you're playing him at this position um, because he really is a point guard who mm-hmm. uh, d- you know is is a uh, two guard eligible so they have mm-hmm. Drew Holiday in there um, but you take a look at the assist numbers that Tyreek Evans gives you um, throughout the game against the seven uh, 10 assists against Cleveland eight assists against Houston 10 assists against Memphis and 11 assists against San Antonio so that's you know what that is that's the double double bonus in three out of the fast past five games yep uh, so you know that's that's my guy that to me presents as great a value as anybody on the slate for Friday action. So I'm going to have a ton of exposure there overall. Now down the cheap side, I do also like OJ Mayo. I think you're the one who actually highlighted him for me. And I was like, all right, man, it's time to start drug testing Benny. I didn't, I didn't no, think we got I, I mean, basically, you you know the way I am. I mean, it's the same yeah. thing when we talk no, NFL listen, and I'm, NBA. Uh, I'm carries, yeah, carries I'm opportunity. I'm backing you up. You know, I don't understand Jason Kidd. I can't explain to you why OJ Mayo is getting the minutes that he's getting. But yeah, as long as he is, you don't he's have to make value. Yeah, you don't have to defend it because I'm on your side. I was, the, I was just telling you my initial impression when you came out with OJ Mayo. I was like, you know what? This is how we start getting drug tested on the podcast, <laughs> you know. And then I look at the the minutes, and it's 33, 35, 36, 36. Yep. yep. And you know what it is? It's it's he's averaging over six x at that at, at a at a you know fifty two hundred or just before that in the previous games forty nine hundred dollar price point. So he's been crushing the value. Yeah. And you, it's time to start paying attention because he's not doing anything super special. It's something that's really repeatable in 30 minutes of action. It's like 14 to 17 points per game with, you know, somewhere between, you know, three to eight assists and a couple steals hitting some trays, which is really reasonable for what you need him to do to pay off that price tag. And mm-hmm. 6X is, you know, is juicy. That's that's a GPP value along with cash game eligible eligibility, I'll say. So there's a couple of my options there as well to go along with the options that I like to with you as well. I've been pumping Will Barton for a while now. Went on 120 Sports on Tuesday and said, "Will all the Will Barton that you can afford." Uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I like. I, I mean, I know his price has come up a little bit, but I, I mean, I like him a lot. He's he's just he's, getting he's getting so many shots. He's getting so many minutes. And maybe not crazy expensive. To, yeah, not expensive, and it, it may be crazy to say, but he might be the best scorer on on Denver. You know, we thought it was like probably Gallo, mm-hmm. uh, but he actually has a better overall game than Gallinari has, and he's been shooting the three uh, as of late as well. So he's sort of got a nice big inside outside game, and he's mm-hmm. really big for a, a two. By the way, he's like long yeah. enough to to be a three. You look at him on the court, you're like, is that the power forward playing shooting card right now? You know, you don't know. And, and you know what? You know what else I kind of like about him too, which really helps his fantasy value, is because he's so long, he gets your steals and blocks, which I still think even to this day, like people don't realize how important that is to your fantasy score. If you got a guy who can get you three or four steals or three or four blocks, you're adding six or eight or nine points to a fantasy score. So if you can get a guy who's 6K and can do that, you know, he's giving you one times value just on the defensive end of the floor. So, like, most people just concentrate on points, rebounds, assists. But it's so big when you can get those guys that add in those defensive stats, too. I mean, that's why, 
you know, when Porzingis was the thing that everybody was using every week, it wasn't because he was scoring 75 points a game. It was because he was scoring his normal 20-25, getting his 10 rebounds, and then adding five or six blocks. If you add six blocks, that's a dozen points. You know, people always say, why does Tim Duncan always reach value? You watch him play, it doesn't look like he does much. But Duncan will have those games where he gets 15 rebounds and five blocks. Well, right there, that's 30 fantasy points all by itself. And then you know he's going to get double-digit points. So, you know, when you add that all together, you're getting a guy for 6K who can easily get you 40 when he has one of those games. You know, the the defense is something that I think a lot of people don't take into account as much as they should, and it can it can really boost your fantasy score. And Barton's one of those guys who, you know, can get you those stats off. Yeah, I totally agree with you there um, as well. So we've uh, – Benny, I think we what we've done is actually given, like – like max exposure for GPPs and cash that you and sort of you can create lineup balancing and differentiation and still be like pretty cash safe with any of these lamps uh, lamps that you need to mix and match so you can get all your favorite plays and say all right I want to go cheap here or I want to go on uh, top option here usually w- one of us were like all right we got to draw the line on this guy you know and we can't go below this because but we, because there's 22 games or sorry 22 teams on the slate for today you have a lot of flexibility with you getting in getting in some of the top options that you want um to be in your lineups for uh sunday so there's great value at every position and um there's some worthy options to pay out for but we haven't gone crazy with the prices overall you know i you know i don't think we've actually used the top projected guy um on at at either point guard or shooting guard today so you're still in pretty good shape overall with your with your cash and GPP lineups. Uh, before we move to small forward, want to let all the beloved pod listeners know that if you haven't subscribed to rotowire.com just yet, it's now the time is to do so. Rotowire is giving away a 10-day free trial. All you have to do is go to rotowire.com slash pod. All the features that you get include lineup optimizers for baseball, basketball, football, hockey, college football, and soccer. Up to the minute depth charts that are uh, breaking down the entire um, – rosters for nba for nfl you want to know um you know who's who's behind will barton um if he uh, he ends up falling and who could be a sneaky option or you know if uh who's behind oj mayo and all that stuff we've got full depth charts uh broken down and then what uh rotowire actually does is draws a line through everybody who is definitely not playing today and shows you the next option uh up on tap so you get a lot of great information overall 10-day free trial if you want to use all the numbers and the projections that betty and i talk about to use our um you know analysis and set up our lineups for dfs you can do it and check it out for free along with us rotowire.com slash pod all right small forward here position benny give me what you got yeah I think I'm going to be shying away from the really expensive guys up top, the LeBron James, Paul George, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, foursome. Um, Leonard has been banged up and seen a few less minutes lately, even though they're going up against the Lakers, which, again, is one of the, the best matchups you can have. He's the one that I'm the most on the fence about. But Durant against Utah, I try not to play anybody against Utah. I know they've been playing a little faster without Gobert in there, um, but it's still not a team I like to attack. Miami, another team I don't really like to attack. Paul George going up against them. Again, I love Paul George. I love Kevin Durant. It's just not the greatest matchup. I don't think either one of them is going to be paced up. So I'm expecting them both to play well, but maybe not really hit their ceiling or have a chance to... I mean, they both always have a chance to smash through it. So you can call them a GPP play on any given day. I think that's a little bit of a cop-out, though. You know, you're asking if I think they're in good spots. I don't really think it's the best spot where I want to have guys like that in my lineup. The two guys who I have been coming down to, 
Um, Gordon Hayward in a paced-up game against Oklahoma City. With uh, Gobert out, he's really been picking up his numbers. Um, he has had basically 5.6x or better in five straight games. Um, and even before that, he had one bad game against New Orleans. And the three games before that, he went eight times, five times, and six times. So basically eight of his last nine games, he's gone 5.2x or better. His price is still a little bit low. <clears throat> it's starting to creep up a little bit. He was in the low sixes, which is an absolute steal. Uh, now he's gotten up to about 7K, but either way, he's still putting up 40 fantasy points a game. So if he's putting up 40-plus fantasy points a game, even at 7K, you know he's giving you 5.5 to 6 times value. So he's probably my top option. The other guy who's been getting a, a bump up because of some injuries as well is Nick Batum. Uh, with Al Jefferson out, he's been upping his rebounding numbers. Earlier in, this, in the year, he was probably averaging you know, four, five, six, seven rebounds a game, somewhere in there. Lately, he's gone 11, 7, 11, 8, 8, 7, you know, 5 was his bad game, 10 rebounds. So the fact that he's upped his rebounding has helped his fantasy score. And with Kemba being on the, you know, in and out of the lineup and a little banged up as well, he's also upped his assist numbers. He's doing a lot more playmaking. So like last game, he had a triple-double, 10 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists, you know, added a block and steal in there for you. He's had a couple games where he's had like seven or eight assists now. He upped it from like two or three earlier in the season to like five or six a game at this point in the season. So his assist numbers are up. His rebounding numbers are up. His scoring numbers are actually down a little bit because he's doing a little bit more facilitating, um, but not down so much that it's that it's hurting his fantasy score. I mean, again, he's a guy who you look at his game log, 7X, 7X. You know, he had one bad game against the Knicks. And then he came back against Brooklyn with a 6X, a couple more 6Xs. I mean, he's got two sevens and five 6Xs in his last 12 games. So, you know, this is a guy who's not only giving you value for your cash game lineups, but six or seven X is the kind of value we need to win tournaments. So he's been a guy who is, you know, giving you tournament winning kind of upside. So on the top end, those are the two guys I'm looking at. On the low end, if I need to save, there's really only one guy. And it's uh, Mirza Teletovic, uh, Teletovic, oh, however, you, yeah, however you want to say that. His game log is a thing of beauty. If you look at his last 12 or 13 games, 9x, 7x, 9x, 6x, 8x, 6x, 8x. I mean, the guy's started at 3k. He's up to like 4k now, and he's given you a minimum of like 20 to 25 points a game with upside of like 30, 35 points. At 4K, if you can get 25 out of a guy, that's 6X for you. If you can get 35 out of a guy, that's 8 or 9X for you. So that's the range that he's been in. His minutes are up to the you know mid to high 20s. Even the last couple games, they've gone up a little bit higher where he's played like 30 minutes in the last couple games. He's not in there at the end of the game. I just I watched that Suns game last night. At the end of the game, they have Tucker in there with... Uh, you know, the two guards, and then they go with, uh, you know, Laura and um, and Len as the two big guys in there. So he's not getting an absolute ton of minutes, but he was in there at the end of the game the other night, you know, like I said, 20, 25, 30 minutes, and he's putting up about a fantasy point a minute, giving you 6 to 8x. So those are the three guys that I'm looking at at the small forward position for today. All right. First of all, I love the Teletovich call, okay? Um, I, I'm, I'm with you there in there hundred percent. Now on the other side of that, in terms of like, uh, another value play that you can, we can sort of make a case for, I think Marcus Morris becomes interesting, uh, to me. Uh, he's, has been, I'm going to tell you right now, this is only a GPP only play for the last three games have been rough, but before that he, in, against Milwaukee, 
Um, he hit 5.5x with 34 fancy points, and then went for 52 ball. That's probably his best game of the season. Hits the double-double bonus, 24 and 14, goes for 8.8x at 5,900. Still sitting in the low Ks, I'm um, sorry, low 6Ks, um, because he's been, you know, in sort of a, in a rough performance. But then we've got one of the single best matchups that you have, a second worst um, you know, team to uh, that you want to play against in the Philadelphia 76ers, allowing 42.39 fantasy points to to opposing small forwards. That's the only team that is worse is the other guy that I want to mention here, and that's Paul George once again. Um, um, sorry, Paul George is not mat- matched up against the uh, Washington Wizards, is he? He is matched up against the the Miami Heat, who is that's that's a fine play, by the way. That's the 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 Miami Heat are seventh worst in uh you know uh points allowed to opposing um defenses at small four positions. So Paul George is still a great play to me in my mind. I I don't mind paying up actually for him or LeBron and Le- LeBron at an even 10k has hit 6x 6x value um overall and you know Tobias Harris is actually like slightly better than league average in terms of small forward defense, but you know LeBron is matchup proof. It doesn't matter and he's had to carry the load because the Cavs had just, you know, broken a three game losing streak. So, um, you know, just, they just finally won a game. So I don't expect him to really slow down at a, uh, overall. And he's a top projected, you know, um, p- small forward on the site, projected at just under 50 fantasy points. So I'm totally fine with anybody who wants to anchor with LeBron, and I'm totally fine with anybody who wants to anchor, anchor with Paul George, who's got, like I said, a top seven matchup overall. And then Marcus Martz will be my GPP special uh, for me as well. And then, uh, But to me, I actually love Toledovich overall as the best value play out of the group that we, uh, out of those guys that we actually mentioned. So I uh, just wanted to throw there, th- throw in there. Benny and I don't agree all the time. We don't pat each other on the back on every play. Okay. Sometimes we like a couple different guys. I know that we usually like high five on all those plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this time we're a little bit different. Just so you, so you know, so you guys don't like, well, uh, you know, you guys are all, all you do is just love each other's plays all the time. We're like, no, really bro. Okay. There you have it. <laughs> All right, uh, power forward position. Give me what you got. I'm actually really struggling with the guys up top. I don't really see anybody who I love. Um, The one guy who I have been looking at is Draymond Green, which if you look at his game logs, it's not something that kind of jumps out at you. But here's basically my thinking with Draymond here. You know that Boston plays at a high pace. We know that Boston... um, is a team that can put up a lot of points. So I'm expecting this to be one of those up and down, wide open kind of games, which is usually where Draymond, you know, plays well. The other thing that I'm kind of hoping is that Boston is going to be able to keep this game kind of close because another thing that really affects how many points Draymond scores on any given day is how much time he gets on the court, which is directly affected by how badly they're blowing out the team that they happen to be beating on that night. Cause let's face it, they don't ever lose. So, you know, it's basically how badly they're beating up on that team. If the game stays close, the starters see extra minutes. When the starters see extra minutes, you start to get, you know, better fantasy production out of all those guys because, you know, despite what some people think, minutes do actually equal money most of the time. So I think Draymond is probably my favorite play going up against Boston in a paced-up game here. You know, again, I mean, I, I... Anthony Davis, Derek Favors, Kevin Love, they're all great players. You know, LaMarcus Aldridge, I just don't think I like any of them to pay up for for fantasy. Now, we do have a lot of cheap options who are guys that I definitely think are in play at the power forward spot. Um, you know, you got John Lore. Is that how you say it? Am I saying that right? Uh, Lure. Lure, okay. L-E-U-E-R, the guy from the Phoenix Suns who, you know, a lot of you have been playing. And if you haven't, you've really been missing out because – 
his game logs, uh, last eight games, he's gotten 11 times value twice. He's gotten eight times value twice. Six times value, five times value, four times value. And then his two bad games, he had one really bad game where, uh, you know, he didn't play well at all against Brooklyn. And then against Golden State, he had a game where he underperformed, you know, but Golden State blew them out by 20, and everybody underperforms against Golden State. So I can forgive him for those, but... He's, you know, up to about 5K right now. He's given you, like, 25 to 40 fantasy points, so somewhere between 5 and 8X on, on any given night. And he's playing 30 minutes a game, so he's definitely somebody that I think you can consider. I like him as a cheap salary saving option. I also like Julius Randle from the Lakers. I know that people are worried about this whole he's only playing 20, 25 minutes thing. Well, he played 33 minutes last night, even though I think that game did go into overtime. Am it was I, am overtime, I right it? and they're still doing the whole hating on Julius Randle with um, Larry Nance Jr. I, however, I will say he has kept the double-double streak um, intact while coming off the bench, mm-hmm. so it hasn't exactly hurt him, but I still think it's stupid. Oh, I, I, mean? I, I mean, we had this discussion the other day. Like, I didn't even realize that Byron Scott had did it, and that was the first thing I said to you is, yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't we play all our old guys? Because, like, you know, Lou Williams has so much upside for his future. I mean, what is he right now? He's like 35. No, I mean, he, you know, he's been around in the league for a few years. You know, so it makes a lot of sense to play him over a guy like D'Angelo Russell. But the one thing that I was a little bit happy about after watching it last night is a lot of the young guys were in at the end of the game last night. Like Julius Randle made some plays down the stretch. D'Angelo Russell made some plays down the stretch. So I can understand if you're trying to give him a few less minutes. I, I, I mean, I don't get as caught up as some other people do in who starts. I care more about how many minutes you're getting on the floor. And I actually do care about, as a coach especially, I care about who finishes because the guys who are on the floor at the end of the game are usually the guys that the coach has the most confidence in to make plays. So even if you're not starting, if you're one of the guys that's in there at the end of the game, you know, I mean, like you look at the Spurs and they're the ones who made this famous where, you know, you put your two ball dominating guards, Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili for years and years in at separate times during the game. So you always have somebody to run the show for you. And there's some merit in doing that. So I, you know, other coaches have tried to do it as well. And I don't think it's, I don't get as up in arms as some people do as, oh, how can you not start this guy or not start that guy? But I do care a lot about how many minutes each guy is playing. So Randall was playing about like 25 to 30 minutes. They said they were going to drop him down to like 20, 25, but he's still kind of in that 25-minute range. So he doesn't take that big of a hit even though he's not starting. And if anything, like you said, it could actually be helping him because now he's going in there and playing against backups Instead of going in there and playing against, you know, especially in the in the Western Conference, you know, a perennial power forward all-star, you know, on almost every single night. So I think that does help him. And again, if you look at his game logs, 6x, 5x, 6x, 5x, 5x, 7x, you know, 3.5x, 4.5x, 4.7x, 6x, that's cash game safe and GPP upside. So he's definitely a guy that you have to consider. And the fact that he hasn't been starting has actually seen his price come down a couple hundred bucks too. So you can get him now for, you know, right around that $6,000 mark, and he's been putting up 30, 40 fantasy points. So, again, 5 to 6.5x value. I'm not going to complain about that. That's a, that's a pretty good return on him. And then the last guy who I wanted to mention real fast, who I also like at uh, the power forward spot, it seems that Boston has decided that Amir Johnson needs to get a little bit more playing time. So he's been playing closer to 25, 30 minutes lately. And he's put up 5x or better in his last five games. Uh, One, two, three, four, five, six of his last eight games, he's put up 5x or better. 
and he's done it at a price of below $5,000. So he's somebody else that you want to have on your radar because he's somebody that can help you round out a roster if you're looking for that $4,500, $4,700 guy that you think can get you 5 or 6x for a cash game or you know, even 6 or 7x as he's, or 8x as he's done a couple times recently for GPP upside. Yeah, so those are some interesting plays. I've been on John Luer uh, with you as well. There, I recommended him yesterday as a play on on 120 Sports um, uh, for, for, uh, for video. So I was happy that he uh, met value 5.5k um, uh, times X with you know 15 and six. I, I would have loved the double double for DraftKings points because that would have put me back into six six X territory. But and the price is is rising, so you you have this limited window that you can sort of take care of John Luer and it's closing. All right, so um, make sure you. You get involved there. Um, this is going to be a tough game uh, for the Golden State Warriors in terms of you know uh, what they're going to do and um, uh, defensively how they're going to need to bang and you know give credit to Brad Stevens for um, playing excellent defense and uh, you know creating a scheme that's uh, created you know a winning formula for the Boston Celtics overall. Uh, what I do want to do is sort of take advantage of that front court with Draymond Green. People have sort of cooled on Draymond Green because the uh, the price tag has risen in, into the 8K range, which is a little bit cost prohibitive, and he's come down from that you know th- uh, th- three triple doubles or almost triple doubles there in the you know the past four games at the end of November and, and sort of you know slowed his role there. But this is the spot that if you know if, if uh, the Warriors are paying attention and I'm sure they are because they're the best team in the league, they know that they can make some hay with that you know merry go around in the, in the front court there. Boston Celtics are one two three four five six seven eight ninth most. Uh, in terms of fancy points allowed to uh, opposing power forwards there. And so nobody's ever scared of whoever they roll out there, be it David Lee, uh, you know, Jared Sullinger, Amir Johnson, whoever they, they so whatever combo they create, it's going to be a plus matchup for Draymond Green in that spot. So I would like to see him step back up into this matchup on on Friday uh, at K. So he's a little bit of a risky option because he's 8K and he's not a big-time volume scorer, but he can be when he needs to be. And the defensive uh, matchup and profile says that it should be a plus matchup for him uh, there as well. All right, uh, that is going to wrap it up for the power forward position. And before we move forward to center, I want to let you know that uh, the, the sponsor of the Rotowire DFS podcast, Fantasy Draft, is back here. And they've got another great uh, weekend of DFS action going on. Flexible lineup format, not just flexible, the most flexible in all of DFS. All you have to do is pick any three guards, any three forwards, and two utilities in your NBA matchups. And uh, you'll be able to roll in uh, a great combination of players for you to use uh, for, for cash and for GPPs. Uh, so they give you the best freedom to choose the players you love to watch. Largest payout zone in the industry. They're paying at least 25% of their uh, GPPs uh, in, a, in those guaranteed contests or more whenever there's overlay. Fantasy Draft has a level playing field, so you never have to worry about uh, big-time pros stacking GPPs with hundreds of lineups. They have a cap of no more than 20 entries per any user in any contest. They put yourself in the best position to win. You've got great value. You've got the T.Y. Hilton experience going on for NFL uh, as well. So if you want to, you know, for th- for a three dollar GPP, you can get flown out uh, with two tickets to an Indianapolis Colts game. Hang out with T.Y. Hilton, meet him, greet him, and um, on top of the uh, first place prize well that they pay you there as well. So go to fantasydraft.com to now and use the promo code RotoWin for a one hundred percent deposit bonus and find out why they put players first. All right, center position. Who's going to be manning the pivot on the Friday slate for you? Well, I actually have four guys um, that basically run the gamut from expensive all the way down to cheap. So I'll give you the four. I'll make a little case for them, and you know, you tell me who you like and don't like, and 
you know, what your problems are with them and, and who I missed. So I always play centers that are going up against Philly. Um, I like Andre Drummond. He has actually fallen on, I don't want to say fallen on tough times, but, you know, earlier in the year he was putting up consistently 45, 50 fantasy points. He's been a little more erratic lately, but he seems to be kind of coming back around to being that guy again. And again, he goes up against Philly. Now, we've talked about it before how Okafor is undersized when he goes up against these big centers. And we saw it again last night. You know, uh, Brooke Lopez had another big game. I mean, he's basically any center who's a true center has basically been dominating when they go up against Philly. So I think with arguably one of the best centers in the game so far this year, Andre Drummond, I think you're getting a good situation. Now, he is very expensive, so he would probably only be a GPP play for me. But I do think that he's somebody that I'm going to be looking at. I also really like the matchup for uh, Carl Anthony Towns, who's been playing really well lately, going up against Denver. You know, they went with that whole, uh, you know, Gorgie, Gorgie Dang experiment where Towns saw his minutes get, you know, basically cut in half from the 35 to, you know, the 30 to 35 minute range down to like the 20, 22 minute range. Um, the last couple of games, he's back up to the 30, 35 minute games. And all he's done is put up 50, 32, and 51 fantasy points. And his price has come down to below 7K as well. So 50 fantasy points at 7K is 7X value. You know, he's done that twice. The 32 fantasy point game was a little bit of a tough one for him. Um, but again, he's seeing 30 to 35 minutes again. So you can expect the production to tick back up a little bit. And because it's a good matchup, I really like Towns in this one as well. Uh, another guy I'm going to talk about is Jared Sullinger. Um, if you look at Sullinger's game log, he had two bad games against Sacramento and San Antonio recently. And in both of those games, he only played, you know, like 25 minutes or less. In the rest of the games where he's getting closer to like 28 to 32 minutes, 34 fantasy points, 45, 30, 30, 42, 40 minutes. And he's doing it at a price of only like 62, 6,300. So if you can get him at 62, 6,300, you need 30 for 5X. You need, you know, at 40, he's like 6.5X. So here's a guy who's been giving you 5 to 6.5X value basically for the last two weeks with the exception of two games. So he's another one that I would roll out there, um, you know, if I needed to save a little bit of money considering that he's in the 6K range. And then the cheap option who I've been rolling out there is uh, Alex Len, who had a huge game last night, helped me win some money, uh, came up with 45 fantasy points last night, had 30 fantasy points the two games before that. More importantly is the minutes. When he gets his 30 minutes of action, which he has in the last three games, you know, he's given you between 6.5 and 10x. He only cost, uh, his price is actually rising. He was in the 3K range. He's up to like 46 he was last night after the game he had last night. I'd say he's going to get up to about 5x here. But even at 5x, if he's giving you 27, 28 fantasy points, you're talking 5.5 times value at 5x. So I think Sullinger and Len <clears throat> would be the guys that I'd be looking for um, in my cash game play for Friday night. I would probably see where I can to fit in a Drummond or, a, you know, a Cole Anthony Towns. I'd like to have shares of them in my uh, my tournament lineups. But those are the four guys at the center position who I have been concentrating on for uh, Friday slate. All right. Um, I don't know if I want too many shares of Sully overall, and I know um, that he's been, you know, pr- providing value, but it is the Golden State Warriors, and um, they have, um, and uh, like, I, li- I like the pr- production, you know, and, and he was a great play against New Orleans, and not as great of a play against uh, Chicago, but still, you know, double-double, got you the bonus, came up with three blocks, which is which is great. 
Um, but Festus Azili is a is a monster, and he holds down the pivot way, and they play great team defense there as well. Taking a look at the Golden State Warriors, they are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Looks like 10 or 11th um, in um, you know fantasy points allowed to opposing centers. So they do a very good job on the defensive end. Um, I'm okay with Andre Drummond, believe it or not. Um, I mean, it sounds like, oh, you're like, oh, what a... What a what a what a way to step out there and be different, Josh. I mean, pick the top projected center on the board, but it is Philly, and we know that Jalil Okafor has been getting smashed on just along with everybody else there as well. You need him to to go for um, you need a you need a fifty ball if you're going to go for for Andre Drummond, but he could yeah. definitely get it. Um, he got the he got fifty three point two five fantasy points against Memphis. Uh, overall, so at at the ninety four hundred range, if you want to get the the cash safe value with a little bit of you know GPP upside. I'd probably just I'm I would trust him more as a cash game play. I think because just you know the high price um, is going to prevent. You need like seventy or something like that fantasy points, which he can do against Philly. Anybody can do, but there's if it happens, there's also going to be some blowout potential um, at that that may sort of cap his value. So Dr- Drummond, if you if they, you want to pick that spot to pay up um, in your cash games, it's fine. Probably not enough upside for GPPs. Now on the other side of that too, I first of all I do love Alex Len. Uh, in, that's the second best matchup that you can come up with in the Portland Trailblazers and their you know actual turnstile defense at the center position. So you're getting great value there if you go there. I'll have a ton of exposure there. So I love that call. For me, the, the uh, little. Uh, sneaky sneaker here that people sort of forgot about because he missed uh, three games with uh, personal issues is Martin Gortat, who has um, been still super reasonable under 6K, paid off 6.7x uh, with almost 40 fantasy points on DraftKings with an 18 and 13, gets a double double bonus, came up with an assist, a steal, and a block. So that's not a, like a like a ridiculous line uh, in terms of you know what you need him to do 18 and 13 with like a block of steal and an assist, but that's good for 6.7 X and almost 40 fantasy points on DraftKings. And he's in another very good spot again today against the single best team that you can play against um, in DFS at the center position in the New Orleans Pelicans. We know they're an absolute mess with a chic, not being completely healthy, rolling out a Jinka uh, out there. Just, you know, whatever they've done at the center position has not worked because people have been exposing them at a, at a pretty serious level. And I like Gortat to be my sneaky, not super, super cheap, but very underpriced, uh, in terms of like a top 10 center option for the Friday slate at uh, just under six. Yeah, I, I actually really like that Gortat call too. You're right. I did skip right over him, but especially with all the guys that they have banged up in that Washington front court, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's getting a ton of minutes and he's basically the only guy they have there that you can really count on. I mean, remember court, when he yeah. was out last week, they're starting Jared Dudley at the, at the center spot and, you know, guys like Ryan Hollins and all that. So, you know, Gortat's going to get as many minutes as he can handle. Right, and he makes a lot of sense from that perspective. So yeah, That's a good one. I like that. I like that call there as well. All right, um, that's going to do it for the Rotowire DFS podcast. Did I just pat myself on the back? I think you did, but you know what? It's okay because I agree with you on it. Yeah, I was like, hey, you know what? I like my call too. That's uh, <laughs> why I made it. Thanks for right. telling me. Yeah. I was like, I think my call's good because I made it. And, um, yeah, that's my reason for liking my own call. All right. That was weird. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I was going to let you know that the Roundwire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher for your download convenience. So don't forget to share, subscribe, give us five stars. Let us know you enjoy the show. We always appreciate it. You want to go for a cheap retweet? from us by the way um just send us a message but be sincere if you if you you really just want the retweet don't do this but if you enjoy this show 
and you want to let us know, we definitely always appreciate getting the feedback. It means a lot to us in, in all honesty and sincereness. So don't do it for retweet purposes only. Do it because you actually enjoy the podcast. And if you actually have some feedback too, people have been constructive and said, hey, you know, there's a, there's a sound issue or something else happened on the show or, you know, you guys rec- recommended a guy who's now not in the starting lineup. You know, all those things are fine. And, you know, once again, the disclaimer, we record the show like basically 36 hours in advance of the actual slate, which is why stuff like that, some of our options end up turning into, you know, dog doo-doo. Um, because, you know, but if you're listening to, by the way, if you're listening to any podcast, and you're looking for somebody um, who's like, you know, uh, looking for information that's going to match up with lineup lock. Good luck with getting that information out of a podcast. It's not going to happen. You know, people have to record the podcast so far in advance from lineup lock that no no one would listen to a podcast if we released it at that at six thirty Eastern time. You know what I mean? So we got to do it in advance. We got to make our top projected plays. Obviously, it's going to change. Anybody who knows DFS should know they should adjust for that, and you know, try not to crucify us on Twitter if one of our plays ends up being injured or no longer in the starting lineup, like you know some of the Laker guys. Um, but, but regardless of that, we do appreciate the feedback, good or bad, on Twitter. So you can send Benny a message on Twitter at BennyR11. Um, send all the bad ones to him. Send all the good ones to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Benny. Uh, at Josh Hayes FS on Twitter. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. All right. Quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.